Share the Influence podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. to another hot shot episode. You guys, you guys caught me on a freaking amazing day. I have just been in this funk. I've been stuck. I've been feeling very just, I don't know. This year's weird. This year's fucking weird. Like that's, that's the easiest way to say it. And I called in this quantum leap and it's rocked my world. And then this morning, I, well, actually last night I was like, I'm going to start implementing scripting into my nightly routine and it's been game changing. So I basically, I basically take, you know, five to 10 minutes. I ride out my entire day for the next day as if it's already happened, how I feel, what things I want to do, what I want to accomplish. And it's been pretty monumental because it's almost like I'm scheduling out my day for how I'm feeling and what things I'm available for and what things I'm not available for. Instead of just going into my day being like, it is what it is. I'm just going to take whatever, you know, I'm just going to roll the dice and take whatever it is. In fact, I'm going to do a podcast episode on this. So stay tuned for another hot shot on scripting. But for today, I want to talk about fucking threats. Like, what? What a move. What a move, Meta. What a move. Like, can we just take five minutes and just if you have not been on threads, you're not going to understand this. But if you are on threads and you've been on threads for the last week, you're going to understand there is this energy. And for all of my Twitter people, it's very different. It's very unique. It has the same bones, bones has the same, pretty much the same features. There's a couple different variations. But for my girlies that were never Twitter girlies that are now opening their eyes to the world of short form hot takes and shower thoughts with witty personality jabs. This is for us. Like this is fucking for us. Like This is the platform with for the ones that are just lazy enough where they don't want to create content, but just creative and witty enough where they can thrive. So this is for us. Anyway, but here's the deal. There's been a lot of questions. There's been a lot of controversy over threads. And there's been a lot of people that are like, I love this. This is for me. I, I really am enjoying that there's new platforms coming you know, to the social media landscape. However, there's also been the other side of it of, you know, what does this mean for content creators? What does this mean for brands? What does this mean to add another fucking platform into our content strategy? How are we going to win? What's going to happen? And I wanted to talk about number one, what threads is and just go through really quickly high level, the difference between threads and Twitter. But then I also want to talk about what it means for us, what it means for you in your, whether you're a personal brand, whether you're a creator, whether you're someone that wants to be a creator, but also what it means for brands and for marketing. So before we dive in, I want to actually run through this really quick post by Impact Media House, where they basically divvied up the threads the difference between threads versus Twitter and what exactly the difference is. Okay. So basically 
In short, Threads embraces concise snippets of text and short videos. Yes. Focuses on fostering a productive and positive environment. Yes, it does focus on this, but I will say those that have jumped onto Threads early on are really the ones guiding this positive principle. And those that have been on Twitter and saw the kind of directness or critical content that was on Twitter, or just for lack of a better word, trolls that were on Twitter, they're really coming into Threads being like, this is a safe, nice, fun environment. Let's keep it that way. And they're kind of setting this communication tone of like, this is what it is. Anyone that's going to come on here and be a troll, like go get them. Like they're, like they're kind of sticking the commute, the threads community on these people that are trying to come in and impact in a negative environment. Now, uh, third, it's integrated with Instagram, which is really interesting. So when you download the app and you sign up, you sign up using your Instagram, you keep the same username. You have the ability to go and follow all the same people that you're following and it's basically connected to your Instagram. So if you delete your Threads app, you delete your Instagram, which is really scary. And I don't love this feature. And I also don't love the inmate number code that they add onto your Instagram profile now. They add this like little number at the top of your profile where it's basically like you can tap it. It takes you directly to your Threads, but it's just like a bunch of numbers. It's just kind of weird. But long of the short, it's really kind of like meta and Instagram taking a shot at basically what Twitter could be and doing it their own way, which I got to say, after years of just hating on meta and really not loving Instagram and really feeling like they were honoring their creator community and doing really just justice for either of the apps... I'm impressed by this and I'm, I'm excited. And I think this was a really, really awesome move. And I think it was a smart move. Some differences. And just again, I want to reiterate, this is from Impact Media House, but some, some things that are different from Threads to Twitter. Twitter allows for longer tweets and has a wide range of media formats. Yes, it's known for real-time news updates and trending topics. Twitter for the longest time was a huge source of media and news and just information. We saw... It kind of felt like pre-Elon, it felt like Twitter was really something where you didn't necessarily use it to post your own content. You used Twitter to go on to get insights into what was happening, whether it's celebrities, whether it was markets and businesses, whether it's politics. Like it felt like you were just kind of the viewer on Twitter, whereas Threads feels like it's very community driven and you also feel very seen. And I don't know if that's because, you know, you have so many followers when you first sign up because everyone's following everyone. And it's kind of like a quick, immediate, like you go from zero followers to a couple hundred just because all of your people kind of transition over. But it doesn't really feel like Threads is like the leading source of news. It feels like Twitter might still, again, this was pre-Elon, Twitter might still kind of be in that in that leading space. Twitter also offers features like hashtags, advanced search, trending algorithms, and it has a dedicated messaging system for private conversations, right? It has the DMs. I don't think I would use threads for DMs. Maybe I would send some threads to people, but even with the reposting level, I just really, I like the simplicity of threads. I like that I get to little post little hot takes and, you know, kind of show a side of my wittier personality. And it doesn't feel as professional. It doesn't feel as like, you know, groundbreaking or like intense. Like there's a lot of like expectations I feel like that are held with threads. So like I said, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm excited. I like the community. 
Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good, you won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old-fashioned broad-spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. Get Super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non-psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. get into it. So why is this important? What this means for you and your brand? Okay. So I have a couple kind of top things that I want to talk about. The first thing is important to evaluate what we're looking at with social media right now. Right now we are seeing, and I'm so excited for this because I've been saying this for fucking years. We are seeing social media platforms come to market so fast, and there's going to be so many more. So it's important for us to look at all these different social media. It's like, you know, we saw Lemonade. I feel like Lemonade is the glorified Pinterest for the, you know, basic white millennial girl that is having her second shot at Instagram. And it also has a lot friendlier community. It also is still kind of getting its legs. It's very, very content aesthetic driven. But then you also have something like DM. If you guys haven't played with DM, it's really cool. Basically, it's just kind of asking questions and getting answers and no judgment. And it, it reminds me a little bit of like a like a one-off thread of like Reddit, but a lot more, I don't know, I dare to say like Gen Z. Like it just kind of feels cool. And it's it's also kind of getting its legs underneath it. So I think right now we're not going to see a slow of these new social media apps coming to the market anytime soon, but it does mean that we need to get really clear on, you know, what we're following for these rules for ourselves and how we're going to thrive, right? Because we can't be everywhere. We can't be everything for everyone, whether or not we're a creator or an actual brand, but we do need to lean into what excites us, how we're going to thrive. And coming back to the, really the understanding that social media is about us. It's about being a human being. It's about what lights us up and what we want to share and what messages we want to share. So as much marketing strategy as everyone is going to probably weigh in on threads and all these new social media platforms, we have to remember that social media was literally created by a dude that wanted to connect with people on his college campus. And I'm leaving out a lot of other parts that he wanted to do and accomplish with the Facebook. But basically... We have to go back to basics. Social media comes back to us, comes back to people. That's why we've heard over the years, people saying, find your niche, be authentic, just fucking be you. Like it comes back to the human being. So 
let's talk about number one. Point number one, what platform are you most excited to create content on? This is pretty much one of the most important things because again, as we see so many new social media platforms come to market, we're going to naturally gravitate toward the social media platforms that we want to create content on, okay? Or that we feel lit up by or we feel seen by. And this is really important because again, if you're not being lit up by Pinterest, if you're not being lit up by YouTube, if, you know, even threads, if you're like, threads is not for me, do not waste your time there. Focus in on what excites you and lean into it because ultimately that energy is going to carry through with your content. It's going to make you stronger because you're focused and you're actually doing what you're excited about. And that's coming through through your content, coming through through your voice. And you're going to reach those people that are also on that platform for the very same reason. So for example, like I still love TikTok. I love the short form video content. And again, I've been loving threads because again, same reason, easy, quick, hot takes with, you know, kind of my style of flair. And I've actually realized I'm a little bit more of a pessimist than optimist because of my threads. <laughs> a lot of them kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, they're just kind of funny. I'm like, re- I'm like writing them all out. I'm like, God, am I like kind of a negative person or like a realist? Like I thought I was pretty optimistic with my head in the clouds, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm changing the age. Anyway, so you need to, you need to love creating content in order to grow because that energy is going to throw through it, right? Like for example, like Instagram, I'm having a really hard time with, I just, you know, between me and a lot of my friends and even different brands that we represent, we're just not seeing any growth. It really feels like we're not really like nailing the community. It also kind of feels like it's a little out of your hands, which I don't think it necessarily is. I think there's still a lot of growth and content strategy out there for Instagram, but kind of feels like if you're going to pop off, you're going to pop off. And like, if you haven't done it already, it's, it's a little bit tricky. It's a little bit hard unless you're doing things like paid media or really over expanding yourself in a cross marketing strategy. Same thing with TikTok. Like, I feel like, you know, I've had friends that are like, Hey, I'm posting like eight videos a day, you know, and I'm still at 500 followers. Like, I don't get it. And like TikTok reached out to me and told me to start, I need to start posting like 10 videos a week or something. I don't know. I, I just feel like sometimes these platforms when they're first to market, there's a bigger opportunity to kind of have that pop-off moment. And we see a lot of people that kind of aren't the first early adopters to these platforms. And then they kind of get stuck in this cycle of like, I'm not really sure what my voice is. I'm not really sure if I'm all in on this. I want to grow. I want to see potential, but they're not fully committed to it. And so there's not really this growth. And then the platform gets really, really saturated. And then it's just kind of like this awkward dance of like, I'm not quite growing, but I'm producing all this content. I don't feel seen. So in that stage, what are you excited about? That's number one. Number two, there are no rules for what platforms you have to be on and how many. This was such an old frame of thinking where when you know it was Facebook, it was Snapchat, it was Twitter, it was Pinterest, it was Instagram... And all these personal brands, all these major, major different brands, you know, actual businesses felt the need to be on every single platform and to be doing every single bit to reach every eyeball they could. Number one, you are going to burn out your team. And number two, you're going to burn out yourself. You don't need to be everywhere or on everything. In fact, it's almost better to pick your core one to two platforms and go all in on them. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with like securing usernames, like secure your assets with your name, your handles, things like that. 
And you can even throw up, you know, for example, like one of the things we do for brands is like, we'll try to secure all the usernames for the platforms they want to be on. We'll throw up their profile pic, we'll throw up their messaging or their bio. And then, you know, maybe it's like a filler photo, basically just holding that space. So it looks clean, it looks branded, but we're not doing much on it. And I think that's a really great way too to just, again, secure your assets. There doesn't need to be so much energy put into so many different platforms. And there's no rules. Like, that's the other thing. Like, if you do amazing on Instagram or you do amazing on Facebook, keep at it. Like, you know, you found, pick your lane and figure out which lane is the best and has the best flow and has, you know, the best return and stay with it. And if you do want to branch out to a new platform, go for it. But there's, there needs to be a release of this pressure. Like we have to be everywhere at all at once. And one of the funniest things about threads was there were all these memes where it was like, social media managers, like having full on meltdowns, because how the hell are they going to add threads into their content strategy now? Basically, someone said on threads, you know, brands that don't have that personality, brands that don't want to lean into the quirkiness, the hot takes, the shower thoughts, the kind of just witty one-liners, like don't go on threads. Like don't try that hard. You know, I think that we've seen really great case studies of like Taco Bell, Duolingo, Dough, the cookie dough company is a great one of just like having this personality and having the social team that just wants to have fun and really showcase the personality of the brand and they're thriving. And I think that's a great platform for them to thrive on. But if your brand is not that, if you know, you feel like it's like pulling teeth, trying to keep up with these other brands that are doing these other strategies and that strategy is not for you. And there's other ways for you to excel. So don't spread yourself too thin. Think about where you want to be and what intentionally you want to be putting your time into. And ultimately that's going to come back to you in tenfold instead of you trying to be everywhere or try to keep up, you know, trying to keep up with all these different things. That's not worth your time. Find out what works for you and go all in. Number three, what is your message and where is your audience? Okay. So here's the thing. Niching down is still a thing. And this is really important for us to identify that as of right now, with the way that all these social media apps are coming to market, it's becoming even more monumental that we are understanding who we are, what our message is, and where our people are at. This couples well also too with number one, which is which platform you're excited to create content on. Because in your if you're in your element and you're creating content, and it's vibing, and it's your thing, and you're having fun, naturally, again, people are going to be attracted to that. Naturally, it's going to pull in that energy. And also, too, people are going to enjoy. People are looking for that style of content on these platforms, right? So there's no need to break your back on something that you just feel like you're doing it for the following or doing it because you feel like you're supposed to. Finding your people that are going to enjoy what you're creating, what you're doing on said platform is going to come naturally from you just being you. And I know that is so fucking cheesy. And trust me, I hate when people say niche down, be authentic. Like it's a very overplayed and overstated. And it's not necessarily when people ask like, what's your best strategy for growth? Like it's, I think it's kind of a bullshit, vague answer. But when it comes to you thriving, when it comes to you being in your area of genius and feeling good about the content you're creating, that is what you need to do. You need to be yourself and you need to look at the things that excite you and light you up because those things are going to come more naturally and creating content and posting more and doing all these things that these platforms are asking of us 
it's going to be a lot easier than trying to force yourself into something that you think you should be doing. You know, this this brings me back to to like, I really love TikTok. I really, really love it. I've really jived with it, but I've also been having a hard time because I feel like there's a couple areas of like fashion and beauty and talking about different products and stuff that I feel like I need to be doing because I could be monetizing the TikTok in that way. And I have like an Amazon storefront. I have a like to know it and stuff like that, but it's not where I'm at in my life right now. And so, the, and it's funny too, because as much as I want to be creating those posts right now, it feels like a stretch and I'm not doing it to my full effort and I'm not all in on it. And so those videos don't necessarily always perform the best. In fact, some of my best performing videos are me talking shit, drinking martinis. It's me talking about, you know, what I'm going through with a client. And it's also my mental health and what I'm doing for it right now or best practices or things like that. And so I think when we look at the scheme of things, like those styles of content that I'm creating come so easy and so naturally and people resonate so much more. And it's because it's something that, again, is so real and you can feel it. And there's that energy of authenticity to it where people are naturally gravitating, even though I'm not monetizing it. And I'm not saying in the future, I can't monetize it. Not saying that I can't naturally lead that into my life. But if it's something where I'm trying to force it, like for example, like the Amazon Prime Dale days, I was like, I should really probably be doing videos. And I'm like, you know what? That's not my priority. And that's not my focus right now. My focus right now is X, Y, and Z. And that's what I'm focusing on. And that's what ultimately is going to bring me more money versus me trying to be this thing that I am not and trying to put all this effort into a piece of content that I just don't know if it's really going to perform well because it's not really been the vibe of my content for the last couple of weeks. And I hope that makes sense. So what do you enjoy? What do you want to talk about? What lights you up? You can't be everything for everyone. So you might as well just be damn excited about the content that you create. In short, so all that to say is Threads is leading a shift and I love it. And I know there's like the lawsuit from, you know, meta about Twitter and whatever, and two big billionaires going at it. But I think that also too, this is really awesome for the social media landscape because I think it's going to open it up to so many more social media's platforms coming out. And also for all those tech companies out there that are trying to make it, trying to do it, I see you guys keep at it. You know, I love finding new social media platforms. I love evaluating the ways that we can build community. And I think we're actually going to see a whole new level of uh, content creator come to market because of this. I think we're actually going to see people that are community leaders really step to the forefront. I think we're going to see a lot more user-generated content creators. I think, you know, the days of influencing are going to be broken down a little bit because there's going to be different verticals of people that who are actually making money, creating careers, on these different platforms for different reasons and not just showing up and being a figurehead or you know a person of influence or someone that's trying to monetize but really people that are working within the app or within these individual communities leading hot take so don't be afraid to go all in again meta's not going anywhere i don't even know if tiktok's going anywhere anymore and i have this just this sneaky feeling like we're going to see so many more platforms coming soon so take a deep breath move through it and know that you don't have to be everything for everyone. You just need to basically lean into those three main key points. And I think we're all going to be fine. I think we're just all going to have a great day, you know? Great week, great year. Here we are, more social media. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this Hot Shot episode. You know, I always read a review at the very end. And if this is your review, please screenshot it 
DM me and we will send you an Amazon gift card. You guys, this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful testimonial is from Miss Kristen. She said, Whitney is the best. Oh my God. Build up my ego. Why don't you? (laughs) I love this show. Whitney covers a lot of topics relevant to entrepreneurs. And I especially love that it's not just business strategy in each episode, but it's more holistic and includes mindset lifestyle topics. Such a breath of fresh air. Kristen, if this is you, thank you so much. And you guys, reviews always help us. They help grow the show. They help increase our reach and they help us bring on even better guests and more value for you guys. So thank you guys again. And uh, thanks for going under the influence with me. 